Frontier Missions Journal. Stories of hope for the unreached with Adventist Frontier Missions. Hello and welcome to another story from Adventist Frontier Missions, where we try to bring you insightful spiritual experiences straight from the mission field. These stories are meant as a witness about God's work out on the front lines, and we hope they bring you inspiration, hope, and even strengthen your own faith as we listen together to mission projects aimed at the unreached, where God's power works in real-life situations. Today's story is called Teaching of the Teacher, and it's about how serving as a missionary under the role of a music teacher can help inspire and draw people closer to God. Student missionary Brian Chen relates this story. Hello, my name is Brian Chen. I'm a piano teacher here in Thailand in a music school. I graduated from college in May 2017, and right now I'm teaching piano in Peace Music Academy. I'm in charge of roughly around from 12 to 13 students, and from age of 4 to sometimes adult students, like 30s or 40 years old. And there's this one student, he comes every Sunday morning, and his mom was the type of mom that's very diligent and dedicated, so every single Sunday, they would be there dead on, 9 o'clock. He's a very young student, so it took me a, a while to get used to the way to teach him and um, you know, to get used to his way of communication. And it took me a while also because um, when I just came, the teacher was teaching this student, that was teaching this student, she went home. So it was very sudden for a lot of students to get used to a new teacher. So this student was one of them. And... His mom was sitting in the classroom with him doing the lessons. So, uh, I mean, teaching him from August to December. He's a, he's a restless kind of boy and, and, you know, kind of short attention span. And, I mean, he's not the only one. But what it really made an um, impact for me was when, time of Christmas, his mom said that he wanted to take a break from taking piano. He wanted to take something else in the meantime. And at the same time, she said, well... He said, really. They gave me this little box of chocolate, and she said that the student said, after having several teachers for musical instruments, and she said, you are his favorite teacher. And that really means a lot to me, because I, for a while, I don't know how, I'm, how am I doing, you know, because, well, the students are usually very shy, and they don't speak much. Usually the parents say, oh, thank you, and then goodbye, you know, usually that, like that. So that was a very confirmative response from my parents and it, it means a lot to me and, and kept me doing you know even though even though there was a lot of frustration but you know through prayer and practice consultation with other people I was able to carry on so that's one story I, I, I could think of that um, other than that there's numerous other students that become closer you know, they, they developed a closer relationship with me, and I am very thankful for that. 
And as that happened, you know, they become more open and they share their life to me. And I was able to, you know, tell them. Or actually, this only applies to like grade school students, you know, because the younger ones, they, they don't know how to speak. <laughs> well, in terms of invitation, there's this Christmas program at the church. We did one at the school and then one at the Nar Marketplace. The one at the school, I was able to invite a student to play piano in front of the crowd. We were having a Christmas party. And so I was playing with him and, you know, get him in touch with the church. But I have not had a chance to invite students to go to church yet. Uh, because I think it depends on the age of students. And most of the students are very young. And maybe it's more easier for me to invite the parents. And the parents, there are a few of them I've been enjoying talking to. And I think that there's a possibility. But at the same time, I've only come here for almost a year. So I think it still can take a little time to get closer to them. There was a Christmas program and we did a lot of music at a public market during the night and we share about that Jesus is the reason that we celebrate Christmas for. A lot of people, oh, actually, this is, there's one family. They were somewhat Buddhist, and they, they saw the program, you know, they said, oh, wow, you know, all these activities they have, it's more interesting and more colorful than being Buddhist. And the, the husband, I forgot which way was it, the husband to the wife or the wife to the husband, they were like saying, oh, um, why don't we just become Christians? <laughs> so they look forward to have this kind of life. They, they can see that being Christian, it's a, it's a very happy thing. Whereas Buddhists, I don't know genuinely too much. I think Thai people generally are very nice. And I don't know if that's because of Buddhism and sometimes can be their national pride to be nice to people in public. And there are a lot of things that I admire Thai people of like, at least the time I come here right now, that stealing, it's very rare. The motorcycle in public, the helmets, and like tons of motorcycles and all the helmets, nobody touched them. You know, but in China, whereas, you know, China is one of the biggest economy in the world right now, but stealing is still something I grow up hearing. But in Thailand here, it, it's something really rare. I think it would be great for them to realize that there's something more than national pride for them to be good citizens for. Yeah, there's something better in life they can look for. So we have also we also had recitals. Recital where it's the, the best chance for the parents and the relatives to come over and see the watch the students' performances. And also we usually have like two recitals on one day because many students and in between actually we have two meals one in between and one after the second one and that's where we socialize with the parents 
and the parents they they really enjoy the the fellowship and the conversations and you know how we we show them friendliness. They appreciate that this is you know because when you're adults, other than the workplace, I don't know. It's 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 rare to make new friends at a, a music academy like this. So the, it's a it's a fresh perspective for them, and for us also, it's good to get in touch with Thai people because usually, for for teachers, only get in touch with the student directly. It takes time, it takes courage to sit in the lobby and actually chat with the parents um, doing. But at the same time, teachers are a little bit more busier than other people. <laughs> So the mission service has affected me a lot of ways, positive, of course. I think ultimately it changed me. The biggest would be that I'm doing this not for myself. You know, a lot of the time when I teach the uh, students, you know, I would easily think that oh, um, I have this kind of specialty. I expect this kind of results. So it it can be stressful when I I'm seeing students. They're not learning something new after a lesson, but when I think about that, it's not about me; it's about the students. Then I would, you know, take easier on them and not to look for the results, just the result. I mean, of course, you know, when they learn something new, that's icing on the on on the cake. But if they don't, I learn to accept the facts that it's okay too, you know, because. Jesus is what's more important than just you know playing the right keys on the piano. So me, just just getting that mentality out from okay, this is a music school, and you come here to learn. To this is a music school, you come here so I can show you the love of Jesus, you know. Of course, that concept, you know, by saying it, I already know how to say it. But actually, to practice it, it took me time. It took me a while to execute that reality. So for me, I really enjoyed my experience in Thailand as a FM missionary, and it does not only change my life, you know, it gives me newer perspectives. But also, it makes me closer to God in general, and I really encourage if any of you ever think of applying to become one, then I would say don't wait <laughs> and make some action happen. If you felt the Lord impressing upon your heart the idea of coming to the mission field, especially to unreached people groups in places like Papua New Guinea, Laos, Ireland. Cambodia, the countries of West Africa, the Middle East, and many more. Then please don't let this opportunity pass you by. Point your browser to afmonline.org for more information. You can be a blessing to others who truly need your love and care. God Himself will help you. You don't need to worry about the opinions of others, or your well-being, or even money. 
because God has prepared the way before you. And even if you feel that you are not skilled enough for the job, remember, God has sent you, and He will equip you. Adventist Frontier Missions can help, and it offers a world-class, specialized training program to help prepare you to enter the mission field. There are many places in the world that still have no knowledge of who Jesus is. Won't you help them? Whether it is by a generous donation, becoming a missionary, or your continual fervent prayer, please help. Lay up your treasures in heaven. This is God's kingdom. Don't wait. Make some actions. Do something. Make it happen. Thank you for listening to Frontier Missions Journal, wherever you are in the world. God bless.